0: Hey everybody, our channel finally got monetized and with that, I wanna thank you all for your support, your likes, your subscribes, the comments, it's been outstanding and I super appreciate all of it. Like most YouTubers, I wanna show what my income looks like as a part of being uh, a YouTube creator and creating all this YouTube content, so here it is. I'll try my best not to spend it all in one place. Hey everybody, my name's AJ, and this is the Wealthy Idiot Show. Before we get any further, please make sure to destroy that button for the YouTube algorithm. My partner and I have spent a lot of time researching finances, and we've done a very successful job at getting our finances squared away. And we hope we can spread that information to as many people as possible so that we all can be wealthy idiots. See what I did there? So not too long ago on Twitter, I said someone's lifestyle should match their net worth and not their income. And what I mean by that is too many people today take what it is that they make as income and they believe that that should define the lifestyle in which they're going to live. So they take it and just start spending it, buying houses, cars, jewelry, watches, clothes, whatever, and they base their lifestyle on the amount of money that they've made. So every time their income goes up, their lifestyle also inflates. The dangerous part about that and the part that I push people away from on that front is that If you lose your job tomorrow, all that goes away. You have no way of reproducing that until you find another job. So basing your lifestyle on the income from a single source is just not a great idea. And especially right now, as the economy is kind of teetering a little bit, we have the federal reserve straight up saying they would like to see layoffs and they want to see the job economy hurt a little bit to prevent this inflation from continuing to keep us out of an inflation recession it's not a great time right now to match your job to your lifestyle. So I've been advocating for people to match their lifestyle to their net worth instead. But once you do that, you quickly realize that your net worth produces very little. For example, 57% of Americans have less than thousand dollars in their savings. Even a lot of high income earners, earners as high as $500,000 a year, still have little to no savings. Over 50% of college grads polled said that they would go buy a new car as soon as they got their first job. And that ultimately prompts car dealerships to provide new grad discounts and articles like this one. So knowing that information, I did a little bit of digging to see where everybody currently is at on average. or preferably the median because the median dictates what most people are at, whereas the average can be skewed by people who make way too much money or have way too high of a net worth. So I went looking for the median information on where most people are between the ages of 35 and 44. That seems to be our big group watching the show, and it also is kind of the group of people who should have this figured out by now. People in their 20s, if you have the chance to figure this out, you're in a great position. You have so much time left that, you could start compounding interest and, and build so much wealth, it's ridiculous. People between the ages of 35 and 44, my group of people, ugh, you have to figure this out. I mean, this is your shot right now to figure this out. And so let's take a look at how America is doing. The media net worth of someone between the age of 35 and 44 is about $91,000. That sounds pretty good until you discover that most of that is tied up in people's home equity. You're, the average or the median net worth of someone between 35 and 44 without home equity is only $34,000. That doesn't sound too great. And if, you ha, if you've missed it before, I'll link to it above. I think it's this side. I broke down the episode of why it's important to know your net worth without your home equity. I know that that's a debatable topic and I'm not here to debate it today, But I think it's important to know what your net worth is without home equity for retirement. And since we're talking about lifestyle, I think you have to measure your net worth without your home equity when we're considering uh, lifestyle inflation. So for the sake of this video, we're gonna count it without home equity. And for this group of people, that's only $34,000. That's everything they have saved, invested, 401k, cars to sell, that's not great. Meanwhile, the median income for the same group, the median household income, so that could include two incomes from both spouses, or one income if you have a stay at home, um, or just a single person at this age, could include that whole factor, is $90,000. So people are making $90,000 between the age of 35 and 44, that's the median income, and they've only saved $34,000 of it over the course of their entire lifetime. As Thomas J. Stanley says in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, Wealth is not the same as income. If you make a good income each year and you spend it all, you're not getting wealthier. You're just living high. Wealth is what you accumulate, not what you spend. So I think this concept is really important. If you make $100,000 a year and you spend $100,000 a year, you are just as poor the following year. If you make $50,000 a year and you only spend $30,000, you actually became wealthier than that person spending 100 and i've pointed out before too not only are you wealthier but you're you're capable of actually surviving longer without a job because that twenty thousand dollars means so much more to you it's it's much larger chunk of your actual income than zero would be to a hundred thousand dollar person so you could live longer while trying to find another job or trying to find other means of income than someone who has zero at all. And if you had like a $500,000 income, like our first example, and you saved nothing and you lost that job, imagine trying to figure out how to pay that house, how to pay that car payment, how to, you know, basically survive anymore. You'd have to downsize your life so much that it would become impossible to survive. And we all know downsizing is the hardest thing to do. It's easy to inflate your lifestyle. It's nearly impossible to deflate it. So too many people inflate their lifestyle and they spend whatever it is that they make because they believe that their job and their income dictates the way they should be living. And I disagree. I think net worth should dictate that fact. But if you take a look at net worth, let's say you're starting tomorrow and you're going to dictate your lifestyle off your net worth, a zero net worth produces zero lifestyle. And how are you supposed to live with zero? And that's a good question. I don't think that that's possible. So we got to create a system in which we can, find a way to cover our lifestyle and increase our net worth such that we can then expand our lifestyle once we reach a certain point and we kind of know how and where it becomes appropriate to expand our lifestyle. So the rule for this, and I think that this isn't, this is not a hard set fast rule. I haven't really done a whole lot of research to figure out what this looks like, but putting some quick numbers into the WealthyIdiots.com website produces some interesting stuff. Let's take a look at it real quick. So in this example here, let's say that we have a $50,000 a year income and let, let's just remove taxes from the picture. So let's let's just say this is net just so that we can make this as simple as possible. So it's $50,000 a year after the IRS took a bunch of your money. I mean, you know, taxed you. You've spent, you put half of that into investments. We know that the average return on the S&P 500 is about 10%. So I put that in here. And a really risky withdrawal rate is 6.5. So it's not something that we would want to withdraw, but it's something that we could if we got into emergency situations, withdraw at 6.5%. So we're going to leave that 6.5 there. We're going to say 10% for um, our estimated annual growth. And if we put in 10 years, you're going to notice that we could withdraw $25,000 a year which is the amount of money that we are putting in. It's also the amount of money we're living on. And it turns out that every half, so no matter what value we picked, if we had $100,000, $200,000, if we picked half of that to invest and half of that to live on, it would only take us 10 years to get to the point where we could then start looking at our lifestyle and inflating our lifestyle as opposed to investing. So to give you another example, let's look at $100,000. So we put $50,000 a year into investments. We live off of the other 50. It would only take 10 years for us to start covering our lifestyle. And then everything after that is now increases on the lifestyle. So I've mentioned this 10 years before a few times that it seems like 10 years is a really significant number in terms of building wealth. And if you take this thought to heart that your lifestyle should reflect your net worth and not your income. I think that's a mindset shift that would dramatically improve your entire situation just over the long haul. So to start off with, I I took this mindset and thought, okay, well, if I'm going to invest like half of my income in order to get to the point where I can make sure that my net worth could cover my lifestyle, if it absolutely had to with that 6.5% withdrawal rate, um, I noticed pretty quickly that my lifestyle didn't change too much the next year, but I got a a pay increase. And the year after that I got a bonus and my lifestyle didn't change. So I ended up investing more than 50% every year, year over year. It just started with 50% and year over year, it was more. It took me way less than 10 years to get to the point where I could look at my overall net worth and say like, Oh, like I could actually increase my lifestyle now against what my net worth is. It made my peace of mind so much better. I was able to sort of calmly calculate it, increase my lifestyle without worrying too much about it. I could do things without thinking about where that money was coming from, and I knew exactly how much my lifestyle could increase based off of what my net worth is. So I'm able to now produce a middle class lifestyle off of a much larger net worth, and I continue to invest and grow my net worth, and my lifestyle can continue to grow without worrying about if my job will be there tomorrow and how will I cover my lifestyle if something were to happen to me or that job or that income. Or And the second half of that is I think my mindset shift happened was very significant. Instead of thinking in terms of like, this job produces these items for my living, I started thinking in terms of like, how can I grow myself as if I was my own business? How could I expand further? How could I get into other things? produce new sources of income like uh, real estate income, um, stocks, dividend income. And by doing that, I created a passion in myself to go harder at that. And because I know that my lifestyle depends on the success of that, I try as best I can to find new ways to improve at that process, to find new sources of income, to look for new methods, to hustle harder, and that motivation became really strong. And because of that, I've, I think that that has caused a lot of success in just what I do generally and has also created a lot of motivation for me to do what I'm doing now in sharing all this information with you, not just in the zero dollars that I got, you know, at the beginning of the episode, but also just in my search for knowledge in, in order to improve myself. And then it makes me want to help other people improve themselves as well. I think that's a key component to being successful at this. And I think this is a really easy way to measure whether or not your brain is in the right place. Does your lifestyle match your income or does it match your net worth? And if it doesn't match, what are you doing to fix that? Are you gonna try this 50-50 method? Do you have some other plan to try and resolve that? I'd be really interested to know if you got a plan to resolve that, what that looks like. So comment down below and let me know. Um, Check out wealthiest.com for any new information that's coming out and news. And thank you everyone who has supported us, that has pushed us this far. This has been an incredible experience and an amazing opportunity, and I just cannot express to you how thankful I am to everybody who's been a part of this community. So thank you once again, and I'll see you guys next time.